Oh, you guys want some more? Well, here you guys go. Here's part two of our conversation with Cam K and Graydon Bunn of Stickers and Scuffs. Enjoy. I'm Megan Mitchell. This is my co-host, John Morrison. And you, yeah, you, <laughs> are listening to the True North Racing Ain't no hesitation. Got me going crazy. Keep it moving. I'm tuned in to True North Racing Podcast that you need if you got the need for speed. John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry. Short track, stop car racing. Gotta get it hype. Saturday night under the lights. Hear the engine booming by. Smell the gas and feel the vibe. Going into overdrive. Drop the flag, then the car zooming by. Hey, True North Racing. Let's go. I'm. I want to get into this because Brandon brought it up tonight, and I think it's the perfect time to start get into this. Brandon, what happened on social media this week that you pointed out that you thought would have been a great time to have tonight on this show? So, there's episode of this that we filmed at Motorama that Jomo asked me some questions during a special segment. Uh, Cam, you post on social media about your camp counselor days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your and your name you had at camp counseling well Graydon trying to poke funny a little bit and then we told him that he has to be your checkers he's records <laughs> so jomo has a great segment called checkers <laughs> or records nice <laughs> so so we're gonna bring this in we're, so we got checkers and records here so now it's kind of a competition between the two of you okay okay <laughs> so it kind of started with a die cast you guys are kind of one a piece with the die cast. You guys both got stumped on the Allison car for a while, so you kind of seen it, seen the name. So I think uh, we got a few questions that we worked probably ten minutes of before you guys came on. So, yeah, we uh, threw this together like twenty minutes before you guys came on. Did you consider like, our ages in this? Because I got to go against a grandpa over here. Well, we it's not <laughs> we only tried just NASCAR to. stuff, but it's also okay. Ontario short track stuff. Oof. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, boys, get ready for this. You know we were, we're we're good buddies and and we're brothers. <laughs> now you're gonna friggin' now all of a sudden tomorrow the episode the podcast is over because we just like <laughs> what happened? Oh, the True North Racing podcast. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> screw, screw that guy. <laughs> it's gonna be my fault again. <laughs> all right, guys. So if you I don't if you guys haven't heard, this is what this is the game that we did on the driver's seat when we had Caitlin and Megan. And I would want to say it went horribly right. <laughs> okay. Because I would be able, I was sat there every Tuesday night picking out the questions and I got some of the funniest ones ever because some of them played into what was going on that weekend, what just happened and they couldn't guess them. So that was okay. my favorite part about it. Hmm. What it is, is I have a minute up on the clock. I'm going to give you guys each a minute. Because there are bonus points available in each one. Oh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> the questions are a mix of NASCAR and Ontario short track racing, ranging. Yeah, I'm not going to go for that one. Uh, <coughs> Graydon, we have you up first. Okay. You ready to answer some? Let her rip. All right. This timer starts after I finish the first question. Who was the inaugural EPC champion in 2015? Uh, I know it. Do, <laughs> That's why eh? we didn't give it to you. No hints. No cheating. Can I phone a friend? No. Nope. Uh, 
You got you got forty five seconds. You, you, you got a few me. more questions. <laughs> yeah, Cam. Uh, can you say pass? No, because you oh, got your own questions. Okay. Is it Shea Gemmel? No, no. Who finished fourth in the inaugural Quick Wick Superstock Championship? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know that. <laughs> oh my god, pass. <laughs> Who was the first woman to drive in NASCAR? First uh Janet Guthrie. <clears throat> uh bonus points if you all right, actually you can't give me a year for that one. Uh <laughs> who was Dale Earnhardt's crew chief in nineteen ninety eight when he won the five hundred? Larry Mack. In the hit movie Days of Thunder, where is the barn located where Harry Hogg said his famous speech to the car? Uh, it's in, it was in Wilkesboro County, uh, North Carolina, was it not? Well, nope, that is incorrect. Oh, balls. So you scored one out of five. Oh, nice. Cleaned up. I think one was out of it, Was one, it Dale two. Shaw? That was the first APC. Dale team? Shaw. Oh, was the damn it. <laughs> Dwayne uh, the Bully Baker finished fourth Baker. in the in the inaugural the quick in the business. So <laughs> they said it was the first lady of NASCAR, and it was Louise Smith. I would have. Oh. There was no way I would have known that. <laughs> nope. And the uh, bon- so there's bonus points there, and the bonus point was the year she drove, and that was 1947. It was a little before Holy. my time, man. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we figured ladies of the month, maybe you did some research back into ladies racing. <laughs> that's that's why. That's why. That would have been before NASCAR was even established. I, yeah. That's uh, old school. What'd you guys look on Wikipedia before we did this? <laughs> Google? Yeah, did. Google was amazing. Uh, you got the you got the uh, Larry Mack question, right? And yes. uh, the barn is located in Mooresville. Oh, I thought it was Wilkes County. Well, I set the bar high for Cam. <laughs> I think we gave Cam the harder questions because he, <laughs> he is more of a history buff with fair. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning. So I did get I I did give you guys some extra time so we can get through the questions because these are awesome questions. I didn't want them to go into waste. So I'm gonna throw up maybe two minutes for Cam. I got two Cam, minutes. You get two minutes. See, see I, I figured it was about two minutes for grading, like, so. who finished seventh in like the Daytona 500 in 1964. <laughs> no, nothing that bad. No, nothing that bad. This is, this is gonna be fun. You ready? Yeah. In 2015, this eventual champion finished seventh in APC series points. This event, eventual champion, eventual Andrew Gressel. Wrong. Damn it. In 2021, who finished fifth in the Quickwick Superstocks series? Sorry, in what what year? Uh 2021. Finished fifth. Yep. <laughs> Ryan Dyson. Wreckers. Who was Daryl Waltrip's crew chief when he won the 500? Hammond. Checkers. How many times has the Clash winner won the 500? <laughs> and you get bonus points if you can give me the names. Uh, <laughs> the Clash winners that also won the 500. 
Let's in the see. Same year. Oh, in the same year? Yep. Ah, uh, balls. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to say three have done it. I don't know. Packers. Um, ah, well. But if you can get, if you can give me names, you get bonus points. Uh, Waltrip, uh, Earnhardt, uh, oh, that one, the five, Petty. <laughs> Wrong on all of them. <laughs> and this has to do with your 100th episode. Okay. How many races has Mario Andretti won in NASCAR? One. Checkers. Victory! <laughs> and there it is. Freak, that was terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Who the hell was it? Was it was it Jared Fitzpatrick? Uh, no. no. No, the eventual champion finished seven points. Not was Brandon Watson. Oh, Brandon Watson. I was going to say JR. Hmm. Uh, in 2021. Those, I, I did say other champions, though, right? That was something legit. So I should <laughs> point to that, right? <laughs> No, we weren't. No. <laughs> you already uh, won. You want bonus points now? <laughs> it's about patting the resume, he, my friend. He just wants to rub it in. <laughs> Ray Morneau finished fifth in the Quick Quick Superstock Series in 2021. Right, he did do Superstocks. Yeah, that's right. Hammond was Daryl Waltrip's crew chief when he won the mm. 500. The Clash winner has also won the 500 six times. That was halfway Bob, there. Bobby Allison in '82. Bill Elliott in, 18, in 87. Dale Jarrett did it twice in 96 and 2000. Jeff Gordon in 97. And Denny Hamlin in 2016. Well, well, of course, it would be a Hamlin answer. <laughs> <laughs> Think of it as a Bobby Allison man. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't alive when that happened. <laughs> I wasn't either, but I got the question. <laughs> I should have got that? Owen down here for the <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah he's the but, stat guy he would have pulled yeah. that out of out of his ass man we uh but we're gonna jump over to our fan question period earlier today up on social media we put out there that you guys were jump, coming on the show tonight and uh, we got some questions you guys ready to answer them no you <laughs> oh they don't worry Cam they're not terrible do we get we actually we had fans that's yeah. impressive. <laughs> Brandon, you go ahead with your question, bud. Okay. So my question is, <laughs> we've already had Graydon in the car. We're going to get John in my car. What will it take to put Cam into my car? Not the super stock, but even like even if it's a bone stock or a mini stock. Not even like racing, but let's get you out there on the track. What's it going to take? A million dollars. <laughs> what if we fact. what if we you... make it for like a charity where you can't say no oh, oh. i would do i would do <laughs> stuff for a charity absolutely hold, but hold up I'll, I'll tell you the reason why i'll tell you the reason why um hi nala um <laughs> uh sorry let's get cat butt out of the way <laughs> um my cat's doing the same thing right now <laughs> yeah i i um I, i'm gonna say i'm a little different from Graydon. um my I, I growing up, you know what my hero was was Alan Bastwick. I wanted to always be an announcer, and 
I, I think somebody here in the chat already made that happen. So I've kind of fulfilled my my goals here. Uh, driving a car, I, I have no need here to drive a car, so I don't have a license or anything like that. Do I think I do really well driving in a circle? Probably better than driving on the road, honestly. Um, but uh, I don't have any any uh, ambition to do so. I leave it to the professionals because they're the ones that deserve the seat time, uh, not me. Not to mention trying to fit in one of those cars and squeeze myself through a small ass window. That ain't just, just not, I don't go that way. Okay. If we can get I, fat I Mike into a way. car, <laughs> he is bigger than you are. Hey, you guys know who fat Mike is. Yeah. I yes. got a really good one here. What, what would it take for you to get behind, not even the wheel in the passenger seat of Chris Lawrence's bone stock? Damn it. <laughs> For charity. Who did money who goes is, to charity? Who asked that question? That's a me question. Oh, um, <laughs> or or I, or we could get you into McCall's late model, two seater late model. Absolutely not. <laughs> Are With you kidding? What if I'm driving it? Absolutely double not. Sign me up. <laughs> I seen I seen Feeney drive, man. I, I no. You've never well, actually, seen me hit a wall. No, I haven't seen you hit a wall, but you actually drive pretty clean, so. I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, uh, APC, I mean, let's let's be honest here, okay? <laughs> um, uh, I'm great at watching. I am I'm the best watcher of motorsports that you'll ever. I am I'm a pro at sitting on my ass. Okay, good. You just sit but in when chair. it comes. But hold on. <laughs> when it comes when it comes to then having to sit and then go fast. Okay, uh, this 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 frame. <laughs> Is meant to say stationary, not meant I to. I don't to agree. I, I, no. I, <laughs> listen, I I went for a uh, uh, the most speed encountered for myself. Uh, you'd got to go back to grade ten, uh, Canada's Wonderland, and mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of it, but it was a stand up roller coaster. Oh, that's the only roller coaster I've been on in my life. Really, only one, and I'll tell you, it's the only one. Dude, I'm that was the most fun. You went on the stand-up one. Dude, oh, yeah. the mind, you gotta go on the Mindbuster, the wood one. Yeah. Oh, I have yeah. not had something right up my ass so hard before. <laughs> uh, you gotta, you gotta I, get him on Top not, Gun. I, I could no. I that yes. they tried, they tried that afterwards. Absolutely not. Um, I have Top Gun's where it's at. Wish. Okay, I don't have a death wish. And when I went under that first loop, I lost my neck. Okay. I was like this. Right. <laughs> Literally. So if I'm gonna be in the race car, I'm not gonna go back to <clears throat> like that. We'll give you Just, a Hans device, it won't happen then. Now, yeah, Hans device fair, five point harness. Yeah, to be fair, I do trust Chris Lawrence. A little bit, um, only a little bit. He is called the cowboy, so you've got the other side, right? <sighs> that's that's so, gonna be the best ride of your life in that car. Well, I disagree about best ride of my life, but uh, that will leave that for something else. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> now you're gonna get that taken away, eh? That rating's gonna get changed. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the stuff that we can do on True North Racing, right? Great, exactly. <laughs> You get away with it here because I. It's a lot yeah. more fun when we have this stuff in. 
Did I mention this I'm single? This is the after too? dark episode. Um, <laughs> the uh, no, in all honesty, though, um, it's just a, a, a comfort thing for me. Honestly, uh, uh, when you deal with anxiety, you got to decide yeah. what you're going to deal with. The fact that I can even talk in front of people is big enough. But uh, I'm not going to lie. I did. I have had the 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 thought passing thought of potentially doing just to try it. Um, yeah, because I actually we talked at length with Chris about um I have a lot of anxiety about driving on the road not for myself I think I do fine it's it's driving with other people uh, I live in Scarborough so let's yep yeah uh I not was, much I was there two weeks ago I yeah I understand you know I don't need to say much I, I, really. I avoid that area yeah <laughs> as anyone should in PSA don't I, I, love it here. I love it here but honestly all those listening to the racing podcast uh Maybe stay away from Scarborough for driving. Just saying. I will go the back roads to Sunset so I don't have to try to get off of the DVP. Fair, fair point. I mean, Graydon, we went for, I mean, and that's the other thing too, is there are some things about driving I would not be able to handle. Uh, Graydon, how long was that drive to GP3R? Because we got stuck in a detour. Do you remember when we uh, sat? That turned that was... like from a six to an eight hour. It was like a work day trying to get there. Oh, <laughs> and I'm afraid that I would do the um, uh, fast and the furious move. Honestly, just pedal to the metal and just be like, you know what? Screw, Screw all you guys. I'm going home. You know, uh, sounds it, like you're literally. ready. <laughs> 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 but uh, if all and honestly, uh, for for anxiety purposes, I think Chris would be a great teacher for that and um um you know he said that uh that that's what they do um with their rental program and i just i've never had that ambition to to get behind the wheel and drive i i really have I'm more of a i'd love to be like a brendan doherty or a charlie toner or adam ross uh greg Calman and just call the action because for me that's the excitement oh yeah Right, where Graydon, I know Graydon talking about like how excited he was getting behind the wheel, and I'd be like, I'd be shitting my pants, really, be like, I'm gonna get friggin' run over here, and so no, it's like it's like that Ricky Bobby scene. Remember that movie (laughs) in Talladega Nights with Ricky Bobby, and he's like, "Uh, I'm going fast, and it's like, how fast is he going? Like 26 (laughs) miles an hour. He's just like crawling. That would those other cars are rocket ships. (laughs) (laughs) Were those the other cars? Oh my god, I'm on fire. That reminds me of that 7-Up commercial. (laughs) Honestly, Cam, I I feel the same way, except for I'm torn between wanting to race and wanting to announce and talk and because I feel there's 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 a not a need per se, but there's a I gotta jump all I I've it's been sitting on my mind. You know, you you said you took some broadcasting classes back in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Now, here's the funny part. I had a similar thing happen to me in high school. I was in a gu- guitar class or drama class. I can't remember which one of the two. And the teacher came up to me and said, hey, John, how about you want to do the, the morning announcements? So I started doing the morning announcements every day at my high school after that. And I'm like, again, didn't think of it, didn't think about it, didn't think nothing of it. My grandfather, he was in broadcasting. He worked for CBC back in the day. He did stuff for um, uh, uh, CNIBC, I think it's called. It's um, He did a lot of stuff for uh, audiobooks for blind people. Hmm. He did a lot of that. So, so he had an in-house studio. 
again, never clicked in that I ever wanted to think about doing broadcasting or talk about do do this stuff until 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we never thought I, of it. I feel for you and I understand where you're coming from because there are some great announcers out there. And when you listen to them, you just get mesmerized in the action. And at the same time, I'm on the same page as Bra- uh, as Brandon and Graydon over here is I want to go out there and I want to go fast. I'm not talking about Bobby, Ricky Bobby speed. I want to go as fast as Brandon does. Cause Brandon's pretty quick. I, I you are quick and I'm close. You're 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 quick. Don't even lie. We I watched you race. I, I need. I honestly need the budget to be able to hire somebody to set the car up and help me out at the track. Yep. That's what I honestly need. We're uh, uh I, <clears throat> I we can keep going on this, but we have more fan questions. I know more than one. That that was two, buddy. <laughs> that was it. Was more than yeah. That was more, <laughs> more than, than two. <laughs> there's two there's a whole other conversation here this is the best part about i don't care how long this show runs <laughs> because i'll just put it out as is because it's this is going to be so much fun for people to listen to um the next question comes to us from william underscore trillium he goes what is the coolest part of getting to talk to so many different people in racing Uh, that we get to talk to so many different people in racing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's not to love about that? It's all the reasons why we we do the different shop tours we do and why we talk to all the different drivers from all the different series. It's just, I think when you're a, a true Canadian racing fan or uh, you just can't get enough of it. So it doesn't much matter. Talk it up. Talk racing all the time. I think it's uh, rewarding. Oh, yeah. And the reason it's rewarding is because um, it clues you in. Uh, some of the people, like, we've been so incredibly blessed to talk to. Um, some of the people literally um, uh, have reached out, um, which we never would have expected. Uh, we've had a moment where pe- people want to come and talk. And um, whether they're they actually want to talk to us or they want to use it for promotional purposes just to get their name out there, it doesn't matter. It's it's an honor. And to be able to talk with people, both Graydon and I have gotten to talk to our heroes. Um, I got we got to talk to Alan Bestwick, and um, I've never been so emotional trying to do an interview. And Graydon in our last episode with Mario Andretti got to speak with a, a racing hero of his and um, the, the, <laughs> my cat's playing with a, a uh, screw. It sounds like, <laughs> but um, it, the rewarding aspect of it is, is to live out kind of your ultimate dream and, and talking to Alan Bestwick and not getting emotional, you know, like it, it's, it's hard to do, yeah, um, yeah. but I, I'll, I'll, I'll say that we never expected to, at the end of every show, you know, in most cases, Graydon and I, I think we say the same things is we end it with a smile and we normally end up saying, I like that person. I like that guy. I like that girl. And then talk about what we could see 
them doing. Um, talking about how good of a rep they are. How good of a personality. One of our recent episodes with Reese Bourgeois. What a character. Hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. And uh, Layla Walzer. I mean, we had our ladies of the month, ladies of the month, ladies of the oval month. And it was remarkable because a lot of these people, you just uh, never interacted at all. Yep. And this is the first interaction that you're getting. And you, I I mean, they always say your first impression is the most important. And some of the people that we interacted with, it's like, why, why are you struggling for budget? Because I we can think of thousands of, pe- of of amazing companies in Canada. There's tons of them, and all these people are be amazing reps. I mean, it's it's like, I mean, Feeny with Dr Pepper. It is a match made in heaven, right? Dude, is it ever? I'm I'm right? trying to line up a sponsorship for us, but it, it's it it is it's it's about getting that first interaction, and I I I almost feel like great and. When we started, we weren't as excited after every episode as we are now because the personalities are just so damn good. The the entertainment that you get from talking with them. There's been a couple that have been maybe a little standoffish or a little quiet or maybe not really into it. But the ones that have been coming on this past, like 2023, 2022, when we first started, I think we weren't enjoying it as much because it was, it was so new. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what we were supposed to do. And and I think the more, more natural that we are, I think the better. Yeah, that's and, it. and, that's it. It's nerves too, initially too. Yeah. Like if you look back to our older, like our first episodes, it was rough, like terrible, me, like, oh, yeah. but just to kind of improve on the art of the interview and that sort of thing. It's, where we're just starting to sort of hit our stride and feel kind of comfortable in our, our podcasting skin. I guess you'd say that mm-hmm. we aren't busy worrying about, Oh my God, do I sound stupid on that? Like, what does my voice sound like? Or it's, it's comfortable now and we can kind of put more of our focus on making the the product or making the guests feel welcome and making the conversation kind of feel more organic and less robotic interview type stuff. Just that sort of, it's kind of cool how far, like to watch our old stuff to, to the new stuff. I, I'm not saying that we're great interviewers or anything, but it's cool at least for, for me personally to see my progress, especially like where I, I was probably mad by the time I got on to some of the interviews because I, I was having such a hard time hooking up, <laughs> getting into the chat <laughs> he or whatever. Be, he would be. He'd sometimes <laughs> come on. He'd come on Zoom swearing because he was having such a hard time oh, boy. figuring <laughs> it out, right? And it, it's true. We didn't we didn't expect that. I mean, we the, the one thing I, I want, I think, when people ask, you know, what's it, what's it like? Well, we don't expect it. It's still like, when the fact that you even asked us to come on here, it, it doesn't make sense to us still because we don't, I mean, I felt the same way when you guys asked me. So, I mean, yeah, it's like, it's like, <laughs> we don't, what if, what if we really like, we look at it and go, we're not doing anything like does. It, it, what's the, I don't know how to explain it, but we just don't feel that we're that special. 
right? We're just yeah. regular guys. We're not. It's an imposter syndrome thing where it, it really feels is. Like, um, <clears throat> I mean, we're not saving the world. We're not doing like God's work or anything, no. but we're doing stuff that makes us and the people who tune into what we do happy. And yeah. that is the biggest reward of it of all. I mean, yeah. we're doing what we're doing is helping make these long, cold, dark months that much shorter and make race season feel that much closer. And if, and, and I think this season, this off season, especially, I feel like more people are aware of how being happy and feeling, doing things that make you happy are more important. And, and I don't feel like this off season was painted like the doom and gloom. And that's partly because like, we're not in the midst of being locked down in our houses or anything like that, yeah. but take that out of it. Like this racing off season, just the, the atmosphere and the feeling from not just NASCAR, but all the series there. I mean, there's things changing with Oscar and that sort of thing too, but it's all hype this year. It's anticipation. It's oh, not yeah. like, are we going to see a green flag? Mm -hmm. due to like financial reasons or this yeah. or that or the other i mean it's just uh it's a really good off season to be doing what we're doing especially and really proprieting like the good times and and making everybody feel like hey man and we'll be back at the track in the grandstands or in the pits before we know it i think that's that's it's very key um i mean we both both of us have um, our struggles with, with mental health. And we, we've both experienced um, different varieties of struggles. And the fact is, is that um, I'm happier. And I think Graydon's happier when we're talking about racing because it is, it's, it's our therapy, right? Oh, yeah. And especially during the winter months, especially after wrapping up racing season, you have a long way to go until oh, yeah. it comes back and when you for years how many times were people really doing anything regarding racing and now all of a sudden you've got yourself you've got our podcast you got wide world motorsports racing it out all these guys are still going we're yep. going into the off season race time radio joe joe uh chisholm senior told us when we interviewed him and he, he made a great point in that there's so many people that come in wanting to do a podcast and wanting, he said that they've seen it for years, 17 years, is a long time. Oh yeah. And we've, we started off with a podcast that joined around the same time that we did as well. And and we're not sure what's going on with them. Um, it is, it's, it's, it's hard work and people don't um, understand. We're both full-time uh, workers. We have full-time jobs. Yeah. Um, and we do this on the side after work yep. and um, and it sure doesn't pay like the day job. It, <laughs> it sure doesn't pay like the day job, but it's the more rewarding, I think for both of us. And yeah. um, at the end of the day, I mean, the, we, we got our name because, well, because of Graydon and um, it came from the two different types of personalities we are in the two yeah. different walks of life that we are. The only reason that we are even together in this venture is because of motorsports. We would have never interacted with each other before. 
that's why we want to give back because it's given so much to us. We've met such cool people. And I mean, you're both of you guys in, in that conversation, I mean, Feeney, I mean, we, uh, you started com- communicating with me before I even knew what you did. Right. <laughs> like I didn't know what you drove. I, I honestly, I didn't know much about, and it was in my own ignorance, to be honest with you about, motorsports in Canada I really didn't know and I think I think great I'm not I'm not going speaking out of turn I don't think with that you were the same like we really kind of only knew the Pinty series and maybe the APC series but we don't really and dive into the weekly racers and and how amazing they are and yeah that's it, like I've learned more about racing in Ontario in the last year and a half than I have in yeah. the prior 40 yeah before that yeah it's it it's an education for us as well and i think because we both have interests and drives and and we we started this out and i, I remember saying like if we can get one person a, a a partner one person a sponsor um if we can bring new eyes then yep. we're we've done our job right um it's not a job that anybody gave to us we we want to do it to, to again to reward the people who literally sacrifice so much they sacrifice time they sacrifice a lot of money sacrifice relationships they sacrifice a lot and i mean we've had haters we've had people that i've had people that have literally told me to my face that i'm not you know no one wants no one's going to want to listen to you guys that was the first introduction we had was no one's going to want to listen to you guys. That was the reality. Yeah. Uh, you're no one, no one knows who you are. Certain uh, media, certain media was, was like that. Writer right would say like, you guys have no, you're not accredited by, you're not professionals in any way yet. That was where, and look at the world now too, in terms of sports podcasts oh yeah, or, any just general interest fan testimonial is far more important than listening to some stiff talk robotic about something like it's such a, I mean, and I mean, media and, and credited news outlets have their place. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, in terms of helping sell a product uh, like a niche sport, such as motorsports of any kind of discipline, isn't it awesome to have the people that pay the money to sit in the stands tout your brand for you? Like this is, oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. like we're we're kind of helping promote our sport, if you will. And it's it's we're not obviously we're not doing it for the financial compensation. It's as Adam Ross has told us time and again: passion, the passion will fuel yeah. you, and it'll separate you from the others. And mm-hmm. it definitely. That's I and, totally see that now. And we owe the amount of people that we owe uh, a million times gratitude to. It, the list is so long, but I mean, it really kind of starts with some of the, the names from the industry. I mean, I spoke to Adam. I finally had the courage to speak to him back in 2019 at, at Toronto and, and he was amazing. Um, I was so nervous to talk to him as well. Uh, and I'm and, so nervous to talk to him and I see him. I saw him every other weekend with the again, CDMs. 
Yeah, and 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 uh, Todd Lewis was able to speak to him, and at Toronto as well. And all of a sudden, these people are the ones that were vouching for us. Yeah. When, um, I can't remember what I I think it was may have been Tony Spiteri was trying to, like, who are these guys, right? And it was Clinton and Adam who were the guys that vouched for us. Yeah. And they didn't have to do that but they did and we can't thank them enough i mean the fact that um caitlin patrick and and steven out Al- steven ellis does not get enough love from the people within the the nascar world that guy mm-hmm. for what he did for just just on a personal note for me because i was so anxious in 2021 i remember messaging him countless times being like what do I do in this case? And what, what's going to happen here? And, and, and oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Right. And he was delightful. Absolutely delightful. And Caitlin and the people at NASCAR, Tony just we call him uncle Tony for a reason. Right. And the people that the advice that people give, the support that they give is remarkable. And that's what, where you go, man, I want to help. And that's was like, we can start off being like, Xfinity trucks, they don't need help. They they don't really, they, the they, they've got stuff. their own promotion and stuff, right? We have an hour. <laughs> yeah. That's what we have. We have an hour on TSN one, two, three, or five, right? Maybe. Five. Yep. Maybe. And maybe it's on at two in the morning. Right? I mean, get me so, started on that stuff. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it is the, the amount of people. I mean, Mike Sullivan, for even giving us the opportunity to to start. Um, obviously, the fact is, is that people gave us an opportunity. Um, people gave you an opportunity. People came on the show. They don't have to do that. And the fact that they do and the fact that they show that much respect means they deserve it right back. They Again, you would expect... And I think I think we were kind of ignorant in that sense, and that we expected people to be kind of snobby. I mean, that's just the. I mean, you go to a cup race. I went to a cup race in 07, and it was like the drivers were behind, like security lines. Don't like, even know. You can't even go up and interact with them, and they don't spend any. I mean, I remember interacting with Reed Sorensen. Yep. Um, and. He was the only it was I was because there was no line. Sorry, Reed. But there was there was no line at his, his merch thing. And but he didn't really have any interest. Whereas literally, if you <laughs> you start talking to one of these drivers, they'll they talk back. Oh yeah. They interact. They ask you how they ask you how you're doing. Yep. <laughs> what do you mean? What am I? How why are you asking me? It, right? It's crazy some of the conversations, you know. I carry on almost a daily basis. Brandon and I talk almost every day. Mm-hmm. We got Even a snap streak going. Yeah, we do have a snap streak <laughs> going. But that's the best thing is like, I'm going to be honest. I figured this podcast would maybe be like covering Flambro stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be completely honest. All of a sudden, I met Feeney, and the way we even met was hysterical how he thought I was Johnny Morrison from Sunset. <laughs> it's even better and he's like how's your where's your car i'm like what do you mean where's my car i don't have a car 
I wish. <laughs> those are my cars back there up on the shelf. Those are my cars. I came in here a dart. That's that's my car. <laughs> I came in a dart. Like that's but the fact that I've gotten to meet so many great people in the local motorsports community. I've had people come up to me and be like, hey man, I listened to last week's podcast. I love it. I'm like, I I sit there and I'm like, I don't know how to talk to you because I like <laughs> I was like, thank you. Like, what, like, what'd you like about it? Like, my, my dumbass goes to like a weird place when someone I don't know what to do me. with my hands. Yes, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I sit there like, my, my instant, I was like, oh, what'd you like about it? <laughs> Did you like the ending? Did you like the beginning? Did you like when I shut it up? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it's awesome. The, the people we get to meet in while doing this, mm-hmm. because I have said time and time again, I have walked by J.R. Fitzpatrick numerous times at Flambro. Never in my wildest dreams would, would I ever expect to get a message from him asking to come on the podcast. I would have never believed that. I would have said, you're a liar. Anyone else I would have known would said, you're a liar. Yeah, I've got laughed by J.R. a few times. <laughs> <laughs> See, to me, that's an honor. I don't I don't, I don't give it to him. That's an honor. Yeah. I got laughed in warm-up laughs. That was the worst part. <laughs> Uh, we weren't even green flag racing we were just putting heat in the tires there's chair this is was a bad idea (laughs) we we do got a couple more questions to get through here um we got rob twitchett coming at us here he goes what other shows podcasts or media personalities were your influences uh the man Honestly, himself, like, Dale Jr. Back. I would say that's probably the closest thing for me. Like, I was a big Jr. fan. And, and honest, like, I am still kind of the old school. Like, I like to turn on my TV and watch a TV show. So I, I'm, I'm coming into the age of podcasts being my entertainment. Like, yeah. And I I'd never, like I said, we'd never had a preconceived desire or notion that we were going to do this so like i don't i don't know never had influences for this is just something that i mean now that we're into it i would like i like the way alan bestwick conducts an interview i like the way marty snyder does an interview i like Mm -hmm. uh like just watching people conduct interviews i mean i i kind of maybe take something from it maybe subconsciously i don't know but it's i just think it's 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 fun to talk to to people week in and week out and and as we say we don't like it being a an interview per se it's it's stuff that we want to know about from those people that we would ask them but like that's what i always said to dj when i got to talk to him like like you said, when when DJ Kennington phones you to talk to you on the phone, it's like, what? Like, And he's yeah. talking to you about stuff that's not anything to do with racing, but like, there's just things that you want to ask him that like, when he's at the track, as anybody knows DJ, especially when he's got more than one car to look after, he is all business, and you don't talk to him about, hey, what'd you do <laughs> for... For dinner or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean. But it, it's—I don't know. It 
that's a long roundabout way to answer that question, but uh, I don't know. Just influences come from everywhere. Absolutely. Yeah, I, mean, I think, I think for myself, obviously Dale jr. Was, was the, this is the newest like motorsports podcast kind of yep. a door bump of Claire. I think those guys are hilarious. And yes, they are. Um, I, uh, I'm actually going to say that I didn't get into the motorsports podcast idea until like stock talking with great. I mean, my, my actual, first exposure was the guys at uh, an overdrive on TSN um, yep. 1050. I don't even know if it's even 1050 anymore. Jeez. But um, uh, <laughs> also uh, Chris Hardwick used to have a podcast that, uh, um, that he would do uh, Tim and Sid, like those are the, and and I kind of thought of if we can be kind of those goofy motorsports guys that aren't, but also in the same sense, like Kendra Adams had a podcast on short yep. Canada for a long mm-hmm. period of time. And, um, and then uh, race time radio, I grew up with race time radio. So, I mean, and I, I couldn't tell you if Joe jr. Was on the show back then, but I, I, I remember Joe senior, like his yeah. voice is like ingrained into my brain because I remember listening to him. I think they did broadcasts of races at some point as well that they would have at they, the race. They still track. do. Yeah. Well, no, I know they, I know they still yeah. do. I mean, like at the actual yeah. cast car races, they would be on the PA, yeah. right? And and so I was very, we were very aware aware of those guys. But mm-hmm. in terms of like what we kind of try to aim to be, I mean, we ask questions and stuff. But getting the opportunity to be a little goofy is what I think you kind of need because people don't want to hear straight interviews all the time. I mean, it is a little bit. It can be a little bit repetitive, right? You want it so, to be a conversation. You want it to be, you want you to have the fun shit. because yeah, yeah, exactly. Like this, that, that's the premise of like this entire thing is I wanted to treat it like as if we're sitting in the shop and the race cars right around us. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's kind of like the goal of this is to, to create that environment that we're just in a shop. I'm, you know, we're just talking like buddies and, but at the same time that it's getting to explore you and it finding out, how you became where you are today. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, 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 it's funny how much um, you change throughout it. I mean, from, from a guy that I never physically met after we did a, we did the podcast for almost a year before we actually physically met for the first time. Um, and and, and it was at my stomp. Oh yeah, it was sunset. Sorry, I yeah, sunset. You guys sunset. So I was about to say, like, you guys were at my stomping around a flamber. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, was that was. That was an oh, man. We were so crushed because we absolutely loved those that race, and the weather didn't cooperate when we yeah. were there. But um, we didn't meet for like a full year, and so we recorded the 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 meeting for the first time. We met the Bun Sons, and now the Bun Sons are friggin' taller than both of us, or at least Owen is right now, and they're growing up. And I mean, it, it's funny how much things it. it it feels like we've been doing it for like 10 years, yeah. but it's only been like two and it's crazy. It is. It's nuts. And I'm going to make him cry on this episode because oh. um, I, I say to it before is that I, I, for the longest time, I did not. And just, I, I know you're hungry, my friend, but you're going to have to wait. <laughs> but, um, Funny, that's uh, the same thing I say to my stomach. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't my cat. That was me, actually. <laughs> Ice Rose, I haven't but, eaten dinner yet. So, yeah. um, but I I, uh, I, had a long period of time where I did not have friends. Long period. 
and to start this podcast with somebody I met via Twitter and didn't actually physically meet. There's just some people you click with and I, uh, (laughs) I'm going to try myself not to get emotional, but (laughs) I I never thought, I never thought I would find a best friend and it happened through this podcast and my life has gotten so much better than what it was three years ago. Um, I was so miserable um, in so many aspects of my life and to have, to have a, a, somebody who actually checks how and, and asks how I'm doing. He doesn't realize, I mean, Graydon doesn't know how much that makes me want to continue because for a long period of my life, I didn't want to be here. Right. And that, and I'm, I'm very open about that because I think the racing community accepts that. I mean, they accept um, that we all have our own faults and we all have our own um, difficulties and to find somebody who had liked me for who I was from the beginning. Yes. We connected with, with racing, but it could have been like a year into it. And he said, yeah, you know what? It just you're just we're just here for the podcast that's not it at all right and uh you know it's 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 to find a to find a brother like that um who literally we exchange gifts at christmas and wish you know constantly checking in on each other and the conversations constantly and uh sounding boards that's what you need oh yeah i mean to have a co-host and a buddy like that um a brother um, who honestly is, is my closest confidant. He's the person that I talk to daily. Um, uh, He is my podcast wife. I am his (laughs) podcast wife. Um, Sorry, but um, (laughs) Jesus, the reality is, is that when we go to the races, man, it's a friggin' blast with, with that guy right there. Really? It is. Is just the best time, and to, the fact is, is that um, this could have gone really horribly. <laughs> this whole thing could have been a complete disaster, and it almost was, right? And the fact is, is that um, we said to our each other that it has to be fun. It can't be a job. It can't yep. be something that um, we don't want to do. And he said, as soon if we ever get to that point where we don't want to do it then it's we failed right but this has been so much fun and it yeah. continues to be fun and the thing it's it's kind of by necessity grown into its own little business and we're still kind of having fun doing it i mean the workload sure hasn't gotten any smaller or any easier i would say <laughs> we're it always, never does once you start no. getting bigger it just it stops Well, I mean, we got to a point, too, like, where you look at subscribership, which, I mean, that's something, too, where professionals caution you. Like, not a lot of people, by and large, subscribe to everything anymore and to look more at your overall impressions that you leave across all your platforms and on socials and stuff. Like, just the education that we're getting, like advice that we get from those people that cam mentions like the the tony spateri's the even if it's constructive criticism or just 
whenever somebody that cares to impart any sort of advice or wisdom with us, we soak it in and, and try to apply it to just, cause that's once you kind of get complacent or whatever, I, I mean, where you feel like you're maybe not chasing it as hard, then maybe it is time to look at doing something different. But it seems like the further we get into this, the more that we want to keep the, like polishing the product and making it as good as it can be and trying new things. And what are we going to do to do ourselves next time? I mean, it's all part of the, the fun that, and the, the thing that keeps driving us to do that. I think. I a hundred percent agree. Like it's, but I, I feel like all of us are on the same page, which is awesome because we all want, we all want to see racing succeed. That's the main goal. We don't want to see these cars end up in garages and then in 50 years, you know, we're all old and grandpas and, you know, grandkids come over and it's like, grandpa, what's that in the barn? Oh, let me tell you about us. You know, we don't want that. We want, we want to inspire these next generations and we want to, to, to see the sport grow organically. We don't want to see it grown. We want to, we want to rein these people in, show them the product and let them be hooked by themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what we really want to see. Um, yep. Which, which obviously, first of all, is it's great because I feel there. There's one thing that I I see at every beginning of the race season, and I want it to remain true. And I'm and I'm trying my darndest to continue to try and bring someone new to the track every year. Mm-hmm. I yeah. did that in 2021 with. With my fiance sister, mm-hmm. she had never been to the races, uh, never really cared to. We brought her to the um, memorial night at Flamborough Speedway, so they have a corn roast afterwards. So the fans who are on the grandstand side are allowed to come down on the track, come across into the pits, and they get uh, there's a corn roast that are get that are shucked by the racers and crew members <laughs> and staff of Flamborough Speedway, and it is a grand time but guess what we we had to go run to do some cvm stuff uh jacqueline and myself so we left her sister up by the backstretch wall uh while we ran to go shoot some footage real quick and the pro late malls are out there and i i know she's gonna hate me to because she i know she listens to this show she's gonna hate me say she she really loves kyle steckley and this was kyle's rookie pro late model year like he won the championship that year and she was just standing there and this we're walking away and all he sees this just (laughs) and i'm joking and me and her me and jacqueline are joking and i was like we just created a fan out of her and what's even better is that yesterday uh jacqueline made us breakfast and we're sitting there next you know what did she turn on g-force tv and she puts on September 9th, Oshawigan from 2022. Hmm. She's also watching Delaware stuff. She's watching whatever she can because guess what? Now we just hooked a new fan. Yeah. She has her favorite racers. She already has her favorite racer. She loves who she loves, which is awesome to see. And I want to continue every year to try and bring someone new to the racetrack to try and hook up. Absolutely. And that actually is going to lead me into my next question here. Because we still got two more questions to go here. <laughs> this one comes to us from Michael Wallace. 
I, think, I don't think so. Jesus, I think I think. Oh man, I feel like. Sorry if I got the name wrong. Give me two seconds here. Michael Wallace from the Wide World of Motorsports. Yeah, if, yeah. I, gotta double check here. He's a good buddy. <laughs> I wrote the question down, but I forgot to include who it was. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Michael Wallace. You have one race track and series to bring someone who isn't a race fan to where are you bringing them oh boy <laughs> that's um, a loaded question eh? that's a very loaded yes. question i think i think for myself um it's obviously canadian racing it doesn't hold a candle to to i mean i understand people like their nascar down south and stuff but to me um i absolutely love because it's all canadian right i mean that's the biggest attraction for me Yep. Um, but I'll be honest with you for me, like the best bang for your buck is Peterborough Speedway. And I'm not saying that because Feeney's on. Yes, on you his, are. Don't but, lie to us. Uh, yeah, I totally I've, raced, I've raced almost all the tracks. So, so to be fair, it's I'm, I'm going to say the first experience that I ever had watching the autumn colors classic yeah. was one of the absolute best. Um, times I've ever had aside from it being freezing and that's only because I'm not used to being out at that once it gets a little bit cold I'm I'm inside for the rest of it yeah I'm not, <laughs> no I'm I like my heat I don't like it cold um and I just maybe was a little unprepared let's be honest that was probably it um but uh from start to finish the amount of different classes that they had the amount of different I mean the amount of cars they had yeah. um the the stands the atmosphere it was phenomenal i absolutely think that somebody coming to a race it, for the first time bringing them to say a empty stadium because there's nobody there or uh to an event that's filled with um or not filled with with any cars or anything like that it it's not really showcasing the best of the best whereas i yeah. feel the acc was for, for me at least the best of the best showcase of local racing where you're racing any old thing and i think the one thing that attracts people is similarities our penny series absolutely i would love to showcase that right away but not everybody is going to like those types of cars whereas yep. All of a sudden, if you bring bone socks out, people go, oh, I know that car. I, I know somebody that can drive that car and I want to see the Sunfire win or I want to see this car win or I want to see this car win. Um, I, we actually did the same. It's funny that you say that, John, about bringing somebody to the racetrack because we both uh, did that in 2021 at Flamborough, actually, um, for the Pinkies race. And a young family, a coworker of mine brought his, his two young boys and his, his wife. And then they were cheering. They were picking which car was going to win. You've never been to a, a race kid. before, but that's, that's for me as a them. kid, it was, it was the paint schemes, right? Yeah, well, yeah. And they like that. You want to get the cool looking car and you want the cool looking car to win. Right. So um, yeah, I think, I think for me, ACC for the amount of content that you get, absolutely. That was the way to go. For me, I would say, um, I don't know if it's like specifically a track or series, but like to Cam's point, the just taking a new fan to a short track Saturday night type venue or event would, it's, it's what I did for my kids. Like I said, the, the first thing they went to see, they were, what were they, three and 
five. But like, so the youngest one being three, I mean, kids don't have long attention spans. I mean, grownups now don't have long attention spans. So I mean, Thank you, taking them to something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, taking them to a, a track, like a short track Saturday night kind of event is you have several different series and different kinds of cars and it's just something and the races aren't very long so it's something that people can get into yep. digest it quickly and then the next series comes out and you see uh see and hear a whole other set of cars and that sort of thing so that to me taking a new fan to sunset to peterborough yep if they don't know what they're looking at then they don't know what they're missing by they don't have any sort of preconceived notions of what the experience should be and to me uh, a bad night at a racetrack is better than a good day at work so i mean if you're exactly. taking the fan there and and you're sp and being kind of the ambassador that you are bringing a new fan you you're going to try to hype it up and make the experience as much fun and uh, a time that they're never going to forget. So, I mean, it's all in how you pitch it to them too. It could be like a track that you might personally think is the most boring racing ever. But I mean, if you have the idea that you want to try and make a race fan out of this person, you're going to do your best to like point out yep. the high points of something. And I, that's my best, so my best answer to that. <laughs> I, I got, I got a fun little story. I want to want to put in there on this one. So ever since I was 10 years, 10 years old, I was hooked on racing. Just, Everything to do with race cars. Dale Jr. was my guy um, from like, you know, 2002 and on. I was I was a big NASCAR fan. I started when I started going to the to the started going to Flamborough when I was uh, on a regular basis when I was about 14 years old. OK, the racing was cool. I knew a guy uh, when I was 15 because he was on my volleyball team at school. So I went to high school with the, with one of the racers. Um had no clue until I saw, I was like, Hey, wait a minute. Chris Van Dusen. I know that name. Go to school. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Hey, are you Chris Van Dusen? Yeah, dude. I just saw you Saturday night at Flambro. You know, and then we bonded because I saw, uh, uh, Bennett. Uh, was it Bennett? Oh, I can't remember whose trailer it was, but I saw one of the guys' trailer while we were heading up to, um, on our bus trip up to one of the schools. But I, I what I wanted to tell you was like the way, the reason I got really, really hooked on racing was the 2007 great Canadian 300 at Delaware speedway. Mm -hmm. The reason why is because I had a choice. I had, a, I got to make a choice. It was either. I got to go to the Paris fair, which I never miss every year. And go see the Wilkinsons on Sunday night, which was the which was the yearly country concert they put on. I did. I saw them the year before. All right, cool. I didn't need to see them. I went decided to go to Delaware Speedway. We got there. We left my grandparents' house in Brantford at six a.m. We drove out, got there, and it was like eight or nine a.m. The dew was still coming off the grass. The pits were just opening. Everyone yeah. was quiet. It felt like the Days of Thunder opening sequence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that right there hooked me, fully, fully hooked me on racing and the the what it meant to me. 
was literally walking throughout the pits until practice started about noon. It, I felt like I was in Days of Thunder. <laughs> I was waiting to see Tom Cruise as Cole Trickle walking through there at some point. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's it's true though, John, because you said you said the Days of Thunder, right? Yep. How you feel it? Well, like like you, I started in two thousand two. Daytona yep. 500, NBC, uh, Sterling Marlin coming out of his race car trying to fix the front fender. Um, <laughs> Ward, Ward Burton won that one, right? Yeah, Ward Burton. Yeah, you Ward, Burton. Uh, Ward Burton won that uh, that one, and uh, I was I first um, uh, got into that was my first hearing Alan Bestwick, right? Yep. So as soon as that happened, and Benny, uh, Benny used to make me laugh. Benny and Wally made me laugh so much, and um, but the first race I actually ever went to was the 2003 Mossport oval cast car. Um, and when, I, when we first, when you first just go into the gate at Mossport, you can actually kind of see the back, uh, like where the track is and everything. So we're walking through and all of a sudden, like, I didn't know that this thing existed in Can- I didn't know Canadian racing was a thing. Yep. Right. I only knew NASCAR Winston Cup series that was, or the Bush series. I didn't know anything up here. All of a sudden, you see a Canadian tire car or a home hardware car. And my back then, that's what we, we went to home hardware. That was the, yep. the home hardware was the store we went to, and it was all black. I'm like, that's like Dale Earnhardt. Like that's completely wrong. But that's <laughs> but Don Thompson Jr. looked in a way like. Dale Earnhardt to me he had the shades and everything yep. like that. He was signing posters. He had the black suit and everything like that. And I remember seeing DJ and and I thought Brad Graham was like the coolest guy out there. And you know, but that's when you I got hooked. Was like as soon as you're like realizing this is not just there. There's yep. racing here. And now I guess I think for for all of us, it's kind of like our our like it's it's what we love absolutely mm-hmm. through and through i think there's a football game on right now if i, I don't know uh, it's <laughs> no, over it's, now it's <laughs> over oh is it see, yeah oh, wow. who, who won <laughs> the chiefs uh, oh. i know i was kind of going for philly i'm getting money and, tomorrow, then. well philly will be burning in the streets then they didn't win <laughs> we but, uh, we've recorded long enough that they played at least over the second half <laughs> but so I do want to get one more question in before we uh before we get wrapping up here because I do want to get you guys going. Um it has been first of all, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you guys. Next, I swear to god, we need to do this as an off-season tradition. Is we get together. I don't even care if it's on this one and we make it live or something, but we need to do something and do a round table, get, you know, yeah. Clinton, Adam, Caitlin, Todd. We need to get uh, Michael, James, uh, all these guys. We need to get all of them. Get on here, do a live uh, a live stream or something. It's going to be so chaotic. Dude, <laughs> yeah. we all want to talk. Hope, hope everyone's got eight hours. Like, You're yeah, ignoring that. It. <laughs> it's going to be an all-day telethon. I can just t- see it right now. But Call in with your donations right now. It's the 1-800 number. <laughs> <laughs> but the final question I want to get to here before we get wrapping up here is another one from Rob Twitchit, and he goes, "At what point did you know that your podcast has made it and was was a success?" Success. Uh, we haven't made it. 
and thanks and thanks thanks rob for the question really that's that and and to everybody that that asked the question um there's no such thing i think as making it um not here not yet because we don't know what that is right Uh, i think you'll you're seeing it kind of the landscape is changing um no matter what you're not going to be everybody's bread and butter like not everybody is going to like what you do and not everybody's going to like the way you talk and they're going to start their own podcast yeah that's that is what happens right um and you know at the end of the day uh we've had comments where people have said uh <laughs> uh the guest was great but those two guys were awful they're terrible interviewers i was like well, we us we're, we're not interviewers we're not professional we're not journalists Right, we do this for fun. We do this. Two schmucks that like to talk racing, right? Exactly. (laughs) We're just here for the same way here. Well, and that's the thing. Surprising, there was none this week. What shenanigans? Yeah, there's still time. No, there's not. (laughs) Don't even think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I I mean, saying that we've made it—that's obviously very. Thank you. Um, I don't think either one of us thought that we've done anything really um it just we were just here <laughs> i mean you know that's that's it we're just here we're just trying and yeah uh, thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what i would say is thank you i i guess you could say we've made it in the sense that we're doing our thing our way Yep. Um, in that sense, we've made it already. And that mm-hmm. like that sounds cliche and maybe a bit corny, but that part of it I would say is true. But I mean, it's hitting a moving target. I mean, like we're we don't we don't even really know where we want to end up with this. So I mean to to say like what is making it, who knows? It's yeah. it's a it's a bunch of fun and that's like what we've kind of said throughout, like from the beginning of our deal and throughout this episode, when we're not having fun anymore or the racing stops, that's when we'll quit. But I mean, we got to a point and I said, we were blessed to get to a point very quickly where we had to make a decision where, okay, we're doing this for fun. Are we, we had to kind of pick a path in terms of, are we going to just keep, plugging away as we are are we just gonna fold it up and walk away or are we gonna swing for the fences and just keep after it and that's obviously the route we're we're choosing to take uh so i guess we made it in that sense we we made the decision to invest ourselves in this and see where it goes and we'll see everybody at the tracks yeah keep we, watching we, we keep made, listening we made it in terms of our own mind Yep. And yeah, we didn't think that we would last. I mean, we didn't think anybody would listen, honestly. Like the fact that people listen today is shocking to, to us. As, uh, yeah, as one, I feel one the same person, way. it's like, what? <laughs> you know, and we you celebrate the small victories, right? Oh, yeah. And that's it. And at the end of the day, who who cares if people are um uh you know tuning in? Um in drugs you're not going to we're not going and expecting 10,000 subscribers and we're not expecting 
um, you know, that we're going to have thousands of uh, likes and, and thousands mm-hmm. of shares, but you just get a couple of, of great people involved and great people on the show. Great people that, I mean, that, I mean, we're not in competition. We're, we're not trying to, to be the only ones out here. That's the wrong attitude. And I think there's oh, yeah. been an attitude like that where you don't want more people to be doing things. Um, things were great the way that they used to be. Well, times change, right? And absolutely, we got not everybody, times. not everybody can do and reach the same audience because yep. some people will not have a voice that people like or have an attitude that people like. And the more options you have, actually, this is this, the better things will be. Uh, at the end of the day, if if people decide they don't want to listen to us and they'd rather listen to another racing podcast, that's at least somebody else that's still paying attention. Yep. Right. That's yeah. still involved. If they don't have the options there, then there's there's nobody to blame but yourself, right? Absolutely. The, at the end of the day, we give 10, 15 options of podcasts or content that people can watch. That's better than nothing. Yeah. Where we and were that, a couple like, years ago. Yeah. And that's I I full disclosure, like not too long ago, I would like those haters that would like send you like some shitty little comment or whatever, and it would make me wanna say something back, but it just You did a couple of, of times. And, I, <laughs> and that's it. I did. Like sometimes like hey, but that's happens. part of this podcast journey is helping us or is helping me grow as a person too where yeah it's like politics being a podcaster in a way is that like you know you're not going to make everybody happy just like a person running for prime minister president premier whatever it, yeah it just <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't do you any good focusing on those little negative things you yeah. just I've learned that now. Like, I don't give those, we don't, I mean, I don't choose to look at that kind of stuff, but like, I mean, by and large, the support that we get is so positive and so good that it makes those little oddball comments that come in maybe now and then nothing. Like you don't even give them a second look because at the end of the day, we can't lose sight of, having fun and that's it keeps coming back to that and as long as this thing keeps doing paying us in that respect i mean where it's something that we look forward to doing every week then that's that's payment in itself and and i think before i know that that um that it's 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 um, very important to us that we stay humble yep Mm -hmm. um because we could go about this and be like true north racing oh that's below us you know um <laughs> we could do that dude right? i feel that about myself <laughs> right <laughs> I was like, true north racing see but but like you could you could have that attitude where i you know these guys are taking my audience or these guys are doing this we've never had that odd that that opinion i think we're really excited to see you out here and, and, and having, and we've always taken that approach and said, we're not out to be enemies. This is a shared space. And if people don't like that, there are 
I'm sure there's people within the the podscape pod, podcast landscape and, and in the racing community that don't want to allow people in. And I can understand that. I yeah. totally can. There are people that have been snarky about certain things because they can't get their own way or they're used to be things being one way and they don't like the way that you do things, but we're not going to approach things that way. We're wanting to grow. We've brought some new people into the podcast to do guest spots. Um, we have, there's amazing people that are coming in and coming oh, up. Yeah. Um, Live Whistle, somebody that we, we had on the podcast. She's going to be somebody in the racing community. Uh, we've got our, our new guest co-host, Brent Autry. He's as another up and comer yeah. and that's what you want. Right. I think, but also we, we, I think before we end the podcast, we want to say a thank you to those who did it before us. Kendra Adams deserves a ton of credit for doing what she has done. She did multiple podcasts. She did some with Todd as well and short track Canada. Um, Can race is probably the biggest that doesn't get enough frigging credit because he's the reason that I wanted to cover the Pinty series was because of Bryce, Steven and Caitlin, Alex Gallagher as well was, was, was a part of that podcast. The four of them, they were the, the only guys covering the Pinty series. And I was bummed that they weren't going to continue, but all of them did that. And it launched each one of them into, yeah, it launched their professional career. It launched all of them. Yeah. Bryce working with TSN, uh, doing the statistics, doing writing, um, Caitlin working at NASCAR, Stephen obviously was already, or he was already a, a journalist, but, um, doing all his amazing photography at the racetrack. Alex has worked for two different racing series. Um, you know, and, and that's what we're hoping for other people that come along. Like I said, we live, like if, if you can just help a little bit, like we don't, we're not going to into this as a career. <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest. We're at past that period of our lives where we're going to be like, oh, I'm just going to switch and change everything that I'm doing with my life so I can change this dream. I, we're, we're not saying that our dreams are over or anything like that, but I'm just saying like, you've got to be realistic. Right. And I mean, whether hey, I'm but never at, say never on your dreams. Very true. Very true. Right. I, we, I feel that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we, we, you know, whether I'm working at Bay and King in the Scotia tower or grains working on the roads in Bracebridge and Muskoka. We, we come from two different areas, two different methods and two different ways of working. But if we can come together and help somebody else move up, whether it's yep. a racer, whether it's somebody within the podcast scene, that's what we want. We want to yep. see true North Canadian uh, racing live. We want oh, to yeah. see the, the true North podcast be bigger and better we want wide world of motorsports to be bigger and better because it strengthens strengthens everybody i feel there's a group of us that are really good yeah i think i think we all have that same idea oh yeah if you're going to go out there and say i only want the audience i don't care what these guys do these guys are moving these guys suck that's we've seen that with racetracks yep that doesn't work. It destroys things. The more you fraction, oh yeah, it destroys things. The more that we work together, I mean, without you, 
Jomo, we wouldn't have SNS drivers. It was your concept. You came up with that. And when we're saying it, and pardon, if you have to bleep it, bleep it. Because I said it on our podcast, and you know what's coming, I'm pretty yep. sure. I It was fucking genius when you did it. it. It Because you know what happens? And I know I'm ranting on your show. <laughs> That's fine. But <laughs> That's why you're here. You, you know what? You know what I it is? I already said three hours, and we're at 317 on this. See? So, I mean... <laughs> Well, we're going to be wrapping up soon because some of us have to get have to get up at five a.m. tomorrow. But um, uh, I'm in that yeah. boat. Yeah, see exactly. Um, but but John, the reality is, um, without that idea, without taking that on, we're not expecting money from drivers. Yeah, they spend enough as it is. Oh yeah, your idea is what others are doing wrong. They're charging people for promotion. We, in this day and age, in I Canada, feel like he doesn't look at my website. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I look at your website a lot. <laughs> you haven't gone to the promotion section then. Not maybe not yet, but <laughs> driver pages because I do I do charge a fee to to help promote them. It, again, but are you charging? It's premiums we're talking, and that's typically with marketing packages. You're yep. asking a pretty penny. Somebody who's in a bone stock cannot do that. Oh no. Right. And that's the problem is that if, and then we've talked about this countless times with, if you don't have a marketing person and a lot of racers don't, you have no idea what you're supposed to do. That's the reality. And that's what we've been able to help deal with. Like we just, we had signed on two two new drivers this year. We have uh, Cole Ecker who's Mm -hmm. driving the zero eight car in the mini stock division. And we also got Mike Thompson in the 16 car. Mike Great even told me, too. oh yeah, he came, he came to me and told me, hey, how do I get involved with Joe Media and Promotions? What do you guys offer? I sh- and I showed them everything. I ran them through what we do, what we can help with, how we can help better his return on investment for his sponsors. Because not you, you said it yourself. You look at the website, which I, have you seen it since Friday? No. Oh, go check out our, uh, we've started updating driver schedules. So right now I have it on there. So for Brandon Feeney, I got to, Brandon, I got to get your schedule out, man. You got to send me, I don't know if it's out there or not yet. I got to get yours up. It's on the website. We have to look at each individual night at this point in time to figure out what nights I'm racing. (laughs) I'll I'll have to go take a look. Plus I'm still trying to get a few rides that you and cam know about them yeah trying to get a few rental rides this year to play with other series and stuff like that and and the best part about it is is the the fact that we got their schedules out but we're also willing to put out where they're going so mike thompson is going to motorama he will be in the flambro booth so guess what on his schedule i put down event number one he will be there from march 10th to march 12th at motorama Excellent. So that way, people who go to the site go to his section. Guess and guess what? I'm going to be starting doing write ups here soon. Guess where they're going? They're going straight onto their pages. Mm-hmm. I want to get on there. How they got involved in racing? How they're what their plans are for 2023? Because that's the valuable information people need to see. I know you guys said it. You guys aren't on TikTok. I've been living off of TikTok lately. 
create trying to create videos because again that's additional promotion because if i'm putting out videos with their sponsors their logos mm-hmm. it is a return on investment because there are i'm averaging about five to six hundred views a video if not more sometimes if if it's i find a i don't know how or why but whenever feeny's involved in a video they do really well <laughs> yeah but that is the followers. best part though is that we're seeing is that yes i you know you say i know it sucks that i charge a fee but it's helping these guys get a return on investment for their sponsors to promote them so that we they essentially they're yeah yes i understand they're paying me to help promote them right and that i i feel is creating like a marketing agency yeah like how how those nascar guys they have a social media guy mm-hmm. now i'm not going to sit here and create about 20 to 25 different emails and stuff like that to create different pro- profiles and stuff but you say that but you are <laughs> like you know, what people I, don't I'm understand need to hire more people well here's the thing is you offer packages for smaller people yep and you offer packages for bigger people so yep. like you can choose how much you and have, i'm also even willing small to package, work yeah and, i'm also and willing the, to work in customized packages yeah so like there's certain people that would have a bone stock they're not going to pick your top level package that you have yeah. for like your apc guys <laughs> But like, well, they can. But like, you know, you know <laughs> yeah, like, they could. So those APC guys, an APC car costs X amount of dollars to run. You need to have so much money coming in, so much ROI yeah. going out to prove. Where a bone stock guy, I can run a bone stock if it's a good year and a thousand dollars. Yeah. Like once you have the car, you can run on tires and stuff like that. So. <laughs> and, so. you know, I, I, that's why it's it it's always a lot of fun. Right. And you know, you guys, I love Like I said, I love what you guys do because, and by the way, you need to reserve a minimum of two stickers for me. I need to get them on my car so I can have my Joe media one. And then I got my stickers and scuffs right above it. And now you need three stickers, John. Yeah. Which one else do I need to add? Are you going to tell me? Yes. Also, I'm saying two. One will be for my toolbox. Yeah, toolbox, car, and then you need one somewhere in this room that you're in right now. Mm, this is my kids' room, so I mean, <laughs> what? Your kids don't listen to the show? No, they're they're at their mom's. Locked right off. Now. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> you have a North Wilkesboro sticker. I think you can have a sticker. Just go stick. That's not a sticker. That's a sign. All right, so he needs two stickers and a sign. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe up on the up on the wall here. Maybe I can get a. Maybe maybe we need to talk about getting a uh, a pe- a repealable sticker. Mm. So that way we can pull pull it off of stuff because I I don't know if my 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 uh, future in laws would like me to have that on their on their wall. Oh, here. Yeah. I, this is behind the door, so I mean. I feel like it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, you beat me to it. <laughs> but uh, like I say, guys, it is it has absolutely been a pleasure. We need we all have early mornings. <laughs> I still got work to do on this tonight to get it ready for Tuesday because uh, sometimes you know we. But this has been such a great conversation. First of all, I have I've loved you guys since since I've heard about stickers and scuffs. I've 
seeing your guys' progression, I've been so, like, I'm sitting over here. So maybe I don't share everything, but I'm also over here going like, yes, they're, you know, like when I heard Mario and Jerry was coming, I was like, yes, they're going big. I love hearing that stuff. I love seeing some of the guys you get on. And I've even told Cam this, that I'm jealous of a lot of the guys you guys get to talk to (laughs) because I want to work my way up. And I feel like, you know, the best way to start is starting with our grassroots guys Mm -hmm. because some of who you never know. You never know. I'm going to just throw out a name here. Kyle Steckley. We don't know where he's going to end up. Yeah. Oh, but guess what? If he ends up running some Xfinity stuff down the States or even a truck or whatever, guess what? I can sit there and say, I have an interview with 16 year old Kyle Steckley. Yeah. Like that is the coolest part about what we get to do for, in my opinion. We can sit there. You guys have talked to the Stacys, right? Dexter is running Daytona. You guys can sit there and say, hey, we have this. <laughs> right? It to me it's just it's just crazy. Well, man, it's it's been fun and it absolutely. We gotta it, do it again. Yeah, maybe we'll I, start I like... earlier in the day next time. There's never a shortage of stuff and to let, talk about. And let's not schedule it on Super Bowl Sunday. But if we schedule on Super Bowl <laughs> Sunday, miss... we'll be free anyway because we're not yeah. watching football. We can start. Uh, with I'll watch friends. football. I will watch the. I will watch football. I will watch yeah. two football games a year, and that is Ohio State, Michigan, and the Super Bowl. You didn't watch the Super Bowl today. I can prove it. No, I know we didn't watch the Super Bowl. I didn't get a chance to watch the Super Bowl. I didn't even get to see the highlight. But, guys, it has been an absolute pleasure for you guys to hang out on the True North Racing Podcast this week. Uh, quickly plug in where they can find you on social media, where they can find your podcast. And, uh, yeah. Uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere. Uh, we're on uh, all um, audio platforms for podcasting. Uh, Google, Amazon, um a Spotify, uh, pretty much everything on there. Um, and then, uh, we release on YouTube as well. Um, and then we have a pretty active, uh, Facebook group and then a, uh, we're on Instagram, Twitter. We've kind of backed away from it's not what it was and not really as funny because we were both kind of, that's how we met, but, uh, it's really not, um, the, it's not been the place for Canadian racing. I don't feel like that's, it's a strong, uh, as strong it doesn't of, deliver uh, the results as yeah, well as other forums yeah. do. Facebook That's seems to be the uh Facebook seems to be the best um right now in Instagram. So um but we're we're on there. We have a website uh stickers and scuffs at weebly.com and uh definitely um check us out. We've got decals, we've got hats uh and, and we're gonna be at the racetracks quite a bit this year. Um we're hoping to be at um, a good chunk of races and we'll uh, myself and Brent will be at uh, Motorama this year as well. So we definitely be um, around. So uh, get ready, get sick of us. <laughs> well, Cam, I'll definitely be seeing you at Motorama. Graydon, next time you hit up Oshwegan or something, a racetrack close by, get a hold of me and I'll come out with you. Yeah, man. Well, I, uh, I can just imagine the crap we can get into up in the grandstands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got a whole summer Either of uh, shenanigans. Either uh, we'll that or we got to go pit side and just go mess with some of the guys. Yeah. I like oh, if you guys of... are messing 
with people. I'm on my way. Yeah. <laughs> All of the above sounds good, man. All right, Thanks guys, again it's been for fun having us. Out with you. Thank you, guys. That has been Kim K and Green and Bun of the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. Thank you, guys, for hanging out with us tonight. Thanks, boys. Thank you. Well, that was the boys from the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. You want to thank them for joining us this week. I hope you guys, I may have, to, I don't know, I may have to split this into two episodes where at the same time, I kind of want to just release it as one. I think it's best to release it as one because I always think might get it on out of context. Yeah. Because like we, we pull in from different parts of the episode, right? But if I cut it off where we go into the checkers or wreckers and then that starts the new episode. And release them like just hours apart, or I'm, I'm I may just release this as one because it was a it was a lot of fun. Just release it all as one, and then we'll just take some short TikTok clips that they'll never see yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is motivation uh, for them to get TikTok now because they have to. And watch then we the gotta share it got. to them. We gotta share it to them so they can get on TikTok as well. Uh, that that there was definitely a lot of fun. You know, we're we. Brandon and myself, we've been on here for three hours and 47 minutes at this point. Now, the audio is not three hours and 47 minutes, but it, it was an absolute blast talking to the guys from the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. Um, they they do some really great stuff over there. They do a lot of good work. And uh, they said in the, the podcast that they don't do God's work. But like for guys like me who short track racing, they've brought spotlight to me that's never been in yep. existence before like same as you do too but it's like it's one of those things that like if they weren't doing this some short track drivers that they're speaking to even though they're successful they wouldn't be heard so like all of a sudden we have more and more podcasters like stickers and stuff and uh this podcast and other ones they mentioned that uh it's giving us a chance to try to grow canadian racing right so absolutely and that's what we need, though. We need to grow the sport. Like, I'm trying to... I, I want to get guys, not just from Ontario. I want to start getting guys from BC and Alberta. And, you know, I had a very... I had a very short stint with Inside Track doing sales. As you know, Brandon. Yeah. Um, but the people I got to talk to within that short stint have have been amazing. Like I have been, you know, I will, I want to get them on. Like there, there's a track champion out East. I want to get on here and talk to you. They're a two time track champion this year. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's, like, holy crap. It's uh, even like, as you know, I'm with inside track as well. Yep. Um, There's people that win championships. They're featured in the magazine that you sit there and you hook them up so that they can buy magazines for, sponsors and stuff like that to show like hey look what we've done but like there are drag racers and stuff up here in canada and stuff like that so like absolutely we have oval track we have dirt track we have road course we have drag racing we have ice racing up here which yep. i dare you to find that in florida <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about just go to the florida panthers arena i'm sure you can create something there with some go-karts i was i i was at a hockey game so uh i'm big off always I'm a big Oshawa <laughs> Generals fan. I go to most most of the games, and I was sitting there one day, and I brought up Z- Zambonis with Nos, and like I, I snapped that to you. How fun would that be to have Zamboni races? That would be so much fun. But to be fair, oh crap! Well, there was a ne- uh, not NASCAR because it was an NHL game. 
And I think it was on the Wii. Man, I, I know what like you're I'm talking about where you gotta like there. drive the Zamboni at yes. like, yeah, Zamboni mode. But but if you were playing against your bro your your sibling or your friend or whatever, you would end up getting to play against you rate essentially race against that person. And you guys had the same sheet of ice, and you guys had to who could Zamboni the most. Yeah. Before it got a hundred percent clean. Uh, was that like NHL like nineties? No, no, this was this was we this was like no, but I think they had Zamboni mode on before that and like it was a re-release again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that one. We'll get comments down the podcast that will tell us exactly when it is. If anyone knows if anyone stuck around this long. Oh, they're definitely still here. But you're right. We got we're going to have to clip this part and put it out on TikTok and social media and see if people can help us refresh our minds of when they saw it. And what game it came out in in about 07 to 2010. And like maybe stitch in like a clip of it being there. Like if you have the game video. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely right. Because, dude, that is so much fun. Like I miss that. Like I I have NHL 20 and I play it quite often. And it's like, man, I just want to sit here and just drive the Zamboni. So fun story. Oshawa Generals Arena. They have a drive the Zamboni experience. Do they really? Yes. I can hook you up with the people. Uh, my friend Melissa who does like the sweets and stuff. They have a program there, and uh, I can I can hook you up. It's like a whole thing. You get to have dinner, then drive the Zamboni and everything. Like, would anyone be interested in seeing me drive a Zamboni? Besides Brandon, oh, because like, <laughs> I think that would be a lot of fun. Maybe that's I think KMK on. He didn't say no to driving a Zamboni. I, he said a car. That is a gray area. And racing is, is all about gray We're areas. exploiting it right now. Uh, <laughs> but And there'd be food involved because there's the dinner thing. So exactly. Like, so like I feel like we work in the charity angle. He gets dinner. Then we just tell him, hey, oh, by the way, you're driving that. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be a lot of fun. And I think we need to, we need to look into that because I think that would be cool. You're right. That would be a cool experience. Um. I've said it. I just said it a couple minutes ago. Obviously, we have been on here for almost four hours uh, recording. Brandon, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you in here uh, to just substitute for Megan this week. Uh, we we definitely have to bring you on more times because I know Megan and myself. We absolutely love you. You're you're a great dude. We. I have been a big fan. I'm going to be honest. I have been a big fan of yours since last year. And, you know, we haven't talked. I haven't been able to talk about it on here with you since. But when you sent me a picture of you winning last year in September, my heart couldn't be happier. Oh, because I was, you won. I was definitely in party mode when that happened. Oh, I bet. I, I bet you were. Because... That was the coolest night I think I've ever got to witness. I got to witness Caitlin Wallace winning her first race. I'm all excited. Then all of a sudden I get a Snapchat from you saying, I won my feature. And I'm like, yes, like, let's go. I, I, man, I was like driving home. I was happier than a, you know, than a bug on a windshield. Well, and before I won the feature, so Caitlin won, I think the first feature of the night. Second. Or was it the second? It was the so second. So I, I won my heat. So you're like, all right, you got another heat. So I had five heat wins in the year, which I don't I didn't have five heat wins 
yeah in my entire career if you want to call it that so like to have five in one year it's like that's been a good year like i oh, yeah. i'm happy with the results Dude, i was of... proud of you all year and then uh all of a sudden like i got started in the pole of the feature i got to take off and like the worst thing was i'm like i gotta pass tech i gotta pass tech i gotta pass tech because like i didn't build the car 100 i did buy this one and it's like I don't know every nook and cranny of this car. I don't know what's legal, what's not. I'm like, and it passed and we're good. But it's like, I was, I was sweating bullets until like that trophy was sitting as far right in the car as it could be to not put any more left side weight in there. <laughs> so like, it's one of those things that like, you got to think about those things. Absolutely. But like I said, it is, we need to get you on here more because you are an absolute riot. You're, you're, very involved in a lot of our social media stuff. You know, you're commenting, you're sharing, you're doing whatever you can to help us out. And we're, we're appreciative of that. And, you know, we're thankful for you to be a Joe media driver again here in 2022 or 2023 now, sorry. And to think it all started because you thought I was Johnny Morrison. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a weird way. And that we met and we've hung out basically almost all race season. We were, hanging in out even though every time i came to flambro you weren't there <laughs> including so, when i got third at flambro with the destroyed race car i think about the I'm video sorry. that would have made the cvms weren't there i could i was probably doing something else i will be coming to flambro more this season uh depending on the peterborough schedule i don't know which car i'm bringing yet yep um the plan is to focus the super stock for peterborough only and then the mini stock or possibly the bone stock if i actually build it and not sell it to tour with it to help support other tracks and stuff like that too because we need to as Canadian racing as a whole as we've been talking about all episode come together and we can't just be like I'm only driving at Peterborough because you have to support all these other tracks because it's good for competition for like other tracks to compete a little bit against each other because A it's going to keep the drivers able to drive there and they're not just going to be like all right, you just won the late model race you get $15 like road course racing is you have to pay to play. Yep. And that's because there's not a lot of road course racing. They can do whatever the hell they want. Pretty much like you want to race. Here's how much it's going to cost you. There's no payouts. Yep. Ovals. Guess what? If this guy here, if Peter Rollo say is you don't like to pay it, you can go to sunset or Flamborough, wherever you want. You can go dirt track racing if you want to change yep. it up. So we have variety and it's a nice spice of life to get to try out and, Hopefully, I get to try out dirt soon. I am very anxious to get in a dirt street stock or something like that. But we need we need to find you a deal to get to get that done. Like, uh, uh, me and another uh, Jomo Media driver have talked about doing a seat swap, but um, we haven't finalized it yet. And it's also at the same time. I think we're very nervous of damaging the other person's car. That's understandable, so. though. But I think. We're not gonna we're not gonna break any news here on the show about that. Um, maybe we'll have to get you and that other driver on, but you're gonna have to tell me who it is after we're, we're we get off of this. Um, oh, you 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 probably already have a good idea who it is. I have a very good idea of who it is, but I'm not gonna say names until I see until afterwards. Um, but like I said, man, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on. Got to get you on here more. Got to talk more Canadian racing. Um. We we got it. I feel like we got to do another show with uh, Taylor to you. Gotta yeah, she's, 
I've so you kind of got me hooked up with Taylor with yep. the the Jomo Media, and now I'm bringing more drivers to her. So now she's she's really good at helping small drivers such as me, or I've got Dan Price now getting some stuff done. Awesome to uh, hear, man. Um, here. well, I'm kind of starting that because <laughs> Dan lent me his shop to hang the body of my race car. Didn't charge me anything. I used all his tools, how many supplies he let me use, stuff he made for my car. And Dan's a very nice guy as long as he don't abuse the niceness, yep. which I feel like Dan is one of those people that can is like us. He tries to go racing any way he can. So when he won't really take any money like we literally traded i think a few years ago the same 50 dollar bill back and forth like seven times like i'd leave it on his windshield wiper then he'd leave it on mine because he drove by <laughs> so i'm like well, you know what if i get him started with some merch maybe he can you know he'll have it for himself if he sells some stuff then uh that'll be good for him and yeah you're absolutely right but i i do think we need to get to do another show like that again because that was that was a lot of fun last year getting to meet everyone and kind of do our own thing. Um, I'm going to, I'm we're going to have to talk cause I'm, I want to get your input and I want you to be on, I'm going to start like a little committee with a couple other people um, to help get this stuff sorted out. So that way we can all, cause I, I, as much as I always say like, this is, this is my stuff. This isn't, this is, yes, I do a lot of this stuff, but it's also the people like, yourself cam thompson uh chris lawrence uh morgan robson jr we got all these guys i'm just one man trying to help help everyone else with some social media posts i want them to have their input as well because they're the guys who are helping with all this you know they're 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 the reason why I get to do what I do each week by doing this show. They're the guys who you guys are all the people I, I have to thank personally. There there's a reason why I have was able to go out and get some better lighting. There's a reason why I was able to get this, a better mic. There's a reason why I have good, a really good headphone so I can hear everything. You guys, I have to thank for that because you guys are the ones who are making this happen. Without you guys, I'd just probably be a poor man with a with a single mic, just you know, seeing what happens. You'd be talking into the headphone mic like this and trying to do like the wavy voices like you see on TikTok and <laughs> Dude, I can pull off those voices sometimes. So I mean, shoot, don't even get me started. Uh I can only pull off voices if I'm not trying to do voices. Like if I go to the Tim Hortons drive through speaker, oh it's on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know next time next time I'm going to Starbucks uh for Jacqueline, I gotta uh she said I'm allowed to do my my uh uh one of my voices. Is it a hot girl voice? Kind of. I'll have to show it to you. I'm I'm still not feeling hundred percent. So once I get hundred percent, I'll have to show you what that voice is like. Because it it's scary. I made a guy at uh at a Harvey's cry once. <laughs> I cleared out a Burger King once. Well, why'd you fart? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't actually I probably could have cleared up two Burger Kings if I farted, <laughs> but it was just, um, I think it was like after Michael Jackson passed away. Yeah. I did a really, really loud, like, ee-hee. 
which I can't do. And it freaked everybody out in the whole thing. And everybody just left because, like, it was just, I did it, like, walking into, like, walking in and nobody seen me do it. So, like, everyone's, like, freaked out and, like, like, it was, like, recent news. Like, everyone's, like, what the hell? I'm, like, okay, that that one's new. But, uh, yeah, once in a while I can pull some good voices off. Most of the time it's in the car. Yeah. Like you have so many, so much footage of me like yelling at myself, and there's some of it you can release, there's some of it you can't. Yeah. You know what? It, maybe maybe we'll put this out on TikTok, and maybe we'll see if uh if I can find it again. Uh, I gotta I gotta see if I can find all that footage. I may have accidentally deleted a lot of it. You sent a lot of it to me. It's in the Facebook yeah. chat or oh, text perfect. message chat. Perfect. Maybe, maybe we'll have to. Uh, cut it and splice it and and put it out there to to see, but um, like I said, man, we 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 should get really get going. We both have early mornings. Uh, Brandon, it's been fun hanging out with you tonight on the True North Racing Podcast. Uh, before we get going, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. Um, so I'm Beefy Motorsports, pretty much everywhere on social media, TikTok, uh, Facebook, uh, Instagram. I think I have nowadays. Um, I actually don't have Twitter, so I, I've never been into Twitter, which is funny because yeah. you guys all got started on it. And I'm like, <laughs> I was getting ready to ask, great, if you had a MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you want to find me at Beefy Motorsports, uh, I just picked up some more tumblers off Taylor. So I got those for sale again. I've got some keychains. And if you want to help awesome. su- support my racing, I don't take donations from friends, but I will sell you merchandise. <laughs> That's the, probably the best way to put it. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening to the True North Racing Podcast this week. That is episode 85. Like I said, we're we're now 14 episodes out from 100. But you guys can catch Joe Media on all social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Uh, make sure you guys like, subscribe, share to the true to the Joe to Joe Media on YouTube. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on TikTok. Uh yeah, stay up to date. Go to joemedia.ca. We are dropping schedules like I announced earlier to Cam K um, and Great and Bun there that we are dropping schedules. So if if you're looking for some promotion, hit us up. We'll we'll help your race season. We'll help you go check out our pages and go our driver section. And see what to, see what we're doing for drivers nowadays. Brandon, are you happy with what we've been doing so far? I'm clearly happy with what you're doing because you know I I. I messaged you i think three days after race season's over like <laughs> are we doing this again next year like and i think if you uh if i do like the whole link the video here like you did my in-car video and stuff like that it's you know it's the small things that help out guys like guys like me right so it's yep it, and we're doing shop tours and i gotta get out and either we gotta do a shop tour or a uh a sponsor video <laughs> spotlight yeah, I was gonna say a shop tour might be hard because for <laughs> open people, up the garage door and open what up the, garage open, door? The trailer door. I meant. Yeah, here it is. All the tires, all the cars. Close the doing. Freaking. All right, we're we're done. But, like uh, I said, we'll have to figure something out. Um, like I said, either a car tour or well, we'll figure maybe do something in Motorama, and that'll be that'll be part of the the deal. Um. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we talk almost every day, so I mean, we'll figure it out. But anyways, guys, that's episode 85 of the True North Racing Podcast. Next week up is 
Kevin Small of Flavor Speedway. I can use this for the guessing game freaking next week. <laughs> I'll forget anyway. I'll gotta um, double check with him to make sure he's still good for next week. But anyways, guys, that has been the True North Racing Podcast. Make sure you guys like, comment, share, subscribe. For Brandon Feeney, I'm John Morrison. We'll see you guys next time. See you guys. True North Racing. Let's go.